Hi guys, welcome. Um, I'm so glad um, y'all decided to come back. Um, it's been a minute since I've posted a new podcast. Uh, my name is Dr. Simone and I make health and wellness podcasts. Um, so today I have a really different, unique idea in mind. But before we go ahead and get started, uh, just a quick disclaimer, and these are educational sessions. Um, by no means should these be used for any type of treatment, any diagnosis, um, any anything um, that you decide to, to um, change with your eating habits, with your medication, with your supplementation. Please be sure to run those by your health professional. These are just educational podcasts. And if you do decide um, to go ahead and um, adopt some of the tips and advice that I provide, um, please make sure to do that at your own discretion. Okay, so today I have a really unique topic. I know that most of the time as health professionals, we focus a lot on eating habits. We focus a lot on lifestyle, behavior modification, exercise, medication, supplements. But really, I seldom find anyone talking um, about, you know, simple techniques like the practice of meditation, the practice of breathing, breathing, uh, deep breathing. And, you know, a lot of times in our culture, um, when, when you bring up, uh, you know, um, remedies like deep breathing or meditation, a lot of times I find that both health professionals and patients um, brush them off as some type of, you know, holistic treatment that doesn't have any scientific or clinical um, backing. And that is actually furthest from the truth. Um, so today I want to talk to you a little bit about the health benefits of um, deep breathing, diaphragmatic breathing to be more specific. Um, you know, studies have shown that when our lungs don't completely um, expand, fill, and eliminate. In So in simple language, when we don't decompress all the way, the bottom section of the lungs, when they don't receive a lot of oxygen, that can actually affect our immune system. It can cause anxiety. It can cause the brain to feel stressed out. It can cause mood swings. Because, um, you know, essentially... Um, when that is happening, you are sort of going into fight and flight mode. Your sympathetic nervous system, which is really the nervous system, the part of the nervous system that, you know, goes into that that is um, responsible for that fight and flight mode gets activated. Um, so when our bodies, if you think about this, when our bodies are stressed out, most of us, most of us tend to shallow breathe right? We don't actually completely expand and then relax our lungs as a result of which that sympathetic nervous system is getting activated. So when that sympathetic nervous system gets activated, in order for the brain and the body to cope with this new sort of metabolic change in the blood, our blood pressures become elevated. Um, for some of us, our pupils can uh, get dilated, digestion is reduced or slowed down, heart rate goes up, metabolism slows down. But most importantly, our immune systems become really weak. And then this leads to a vicious cycle of, you know, health issues um, to where you're unable to fight common infections and viral infections and bacterial infections. 
And, you know, such a thing is really most prominent in people who have a very processed lifestyle. You know, if you're drinking, you're smoking, you have COPD, you have, you know, um, you're, you're constantly in that fight and flight. You're always on the go, go, go. You're always stressed out. You know, so all of these things can take a toll on your body. And when this pattern goes on for a really long time in the body, you're probably faced with chronic issues like digestive issues and skin disorders and allergies and heart disease, but mostly mental health issues, right? Excessive depression and anxiety and mood swings. And then what happens? So to cope with these issues, you go get yourself either, um, you, you know, your um, physician will probably put you on some type of medication or most of us to meet these demands. Uh, we start to have excessive cravings in our bodies. And why is that? That's because when your sympathetic nervous system is hyperactive, automatically your adrenals get affected. So your adrenal glands are the ones that sit right on top of your kidneys and they make that infamous hormone cortisol. And what does cortisol do? From if you watched infomercials in the night, the one thing you know that cortisol does is it makes that belly fat. But aside from that, cortisol can literally shrink the size of your brain. It can affect memory. It can cause excessive cravings. Then this vicious cycle leads into body ache, fatigue, persistent migraines. So then you go back and you either get more medication or you give in to these cravings. And there goes that vicious cycle. Now, aside from that, remember at the top of this conversation, I mentioned that to cope with the metabolic changes, to cope with the activation of the sympathetic nervous system, the body is slowing down digestion and metabolism. So what happens? On the one hand, you have slow digestion. On the other hand, you're having cravings. So that combination is obviously causing excessive gain, uh, excessive weight gain which is then again affecting your self-esteem. And again, you see my point, we're going in circles. So how do we get out of the sympathetic nervous system? How do we go ahead and relax that brain? Well, for one, you really want to focus on your nutritional um, patterns. Um, and then the, the thing that I want to talk to you about tonight is practicing some type of meditation, some type of deep breathing. So I'm going to actually focus on the health benefits of diaphragmatic breathing and what really is diaphragmatic breathing. Okay. So to begin with, um, deep breathing you know, is very often uh, referred to as diaphragmatic breathing, abdominal breathing, belly breathing. Sometimes it's called paced respiration. So really, when we breathe deep, the air coming in through the nose will completely fill the lungs because of which the lower section of the belly actually rises. Okay, so in that moment, when that lower section of the belly or the diaphragm gets involved is when the bottom section of the lungs receive that oxygen. Now, in those who shallow breathe, you know, because of the stress from COVID-19, loss of job, you know, or you're just some, you know, you're dealing with some other stressors or you have physical stress in the body, you know, bad diet, bad lifestyle, whatever that reason might be. 
When you're shallow breathing, we're mostly breathing from the chest, okay? And that is what further enhances our anxiety and actually, believe it or not, reduces the immune system, okay? So really in shallow breathing, it limits the movement or the range of motion coming from the diaphragm, okay? So because of which the lower section of the lungs doesn't receive sufficient amounts of oxygenated air. And that is what can cause or make you feel more stressed, make you feel more anxious. But the biggest outcome from this persistent shallow breathing is cognitive health issues, heart disease, and blood pressure. So for a really, really long time, the the clinical community, the medical community has understood that there's a relationship between your state of persistent stress, your sympathetic nervous system, and, you know, and the likelihood of developing chronic diseases like cancers and heart disease. In fact, there are a lot of studies that have looked at the benefits of diaphragmatic breathing or deep breathing in pregnant mothers, moms who are going into labor to facilitate uh, easy childbirth, uh, patients who've uh, been through, um, you know, extensive treatment for cancers like chemo and radiation, you know, so there are a lot of studies that have actually shown that practicing diaphragmatic breathing or deep breathing a few times uh, for a few minutes every day can actually offer tremendous amount of benefits when it comes to decreasing pain in the body, uh, pain management, I should say, um, increasing the immune system, preventing even simple issues like the flu, the common cold, you know, um, things like that, but mostly cognitive health benefits. So, when I was deciding to make this podcast, I wanted to go ahead and read up on some of the studies that have actually, clinical, in a clinical setting, uh, utilized di- variations of diaphragmatic breathing and see what results they had. So in a sum- to summarize all the benefits, um, the studies have reported low um, management of cholesterol, management of cortisol, management of blood pressure, Um, management of physical and mental stress, um, improving blood flow, progression of, uh, you know, fighting um, the progression of autoimmune disorders, um, enhancing your immune system, um, decreasing or suppressing um, food cravings, especially sugar cravings, um, improving your metabolism, and then, of course, prospects of you being able to manage your weight effectively. Okay, so really, how do we get started with this simple deep breathing practice? So first thing I wanted to let you know that there are many, many variations of this deep breathing. And again, there have been a lot of clinical studies that have tested some of the different variations. They go by different names. So for the simplicity of this podcast, I'm just going to leave it to um, referring to this as deep breathing or diaphragmatic breathing. So the technique that I I tend to teach my patients and I work with my clients and I teach them is known as the 478 technique. This is a very simple type of deep breathing. It can really be for performed at any time of the day as often as you desire. And again, it is a clinically proven method to induce diaphragmatic breathing and really shift your brain from that sympathetic nervous system to that parasympathetic nervous system. Okay, so 
Let's do this deep breathing together. So the first thing, any type of deep breathing exercise that you adopt, really my only uh, tip is to always make sure that your posture is erect. You know, you're sitting straight up with your shoulders pulled back because really we want to expand those lungs. We don't want to rely on breathing from the chest. We actually want to get that air back into the lungs all the way down to the bottom of the lungs. So go ahead, sit up straight, go ahead and pull those shoulders back. Um, The first thing I would suggest is go ahead and exhale and empty the lungs and the belly of all the air that you have. Okay. Now, one tip that I could give you to make that mind and body connection is using the palm of your hands and placing them on the belly. Remember, we're not breathing from the belly. We're still using our lungs to breathe. But in doing so, if you've never practiced deep breathing and if you're someone who's always stressed out and you tend to shallow breathe, you know, having that mind-body connection is important. Um, so my suggestion is to place that hand on the belly and let that hand guide your belly to expand and then to relax. So essentially, when you're coming out of this breathing, you want to feel that the belly is retracting all the way back into the spine, into the, into the you know, uh, into your navel, I should say. Okay, so let's go ahead, sit up straight. Let's go ahead and pull those shoulders back. Start by exhaling and completely emptying your lungs and belly. Now, this time, let's start breathing in through the nose, but we will go ahead and take that breath over a period of four counts. So one, two, three, four. Now, let's hold that breath in the nose for seven counts. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Awesome. Now this time, let's exhale, but using the mouth, but we would do it over eight counts. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Awesome. Um, So how do you know that you're actually doing this right? Well, one thing I can suggest is when you're exhaling, making that that sound, that sound is going to guide that belly to retract back into the spine. And that's where your hands can help you make that mind-body connection. So to get the benefit of moving, of this deep breathing and to literally move your body from that stress, from that sympathetic, from that fight and flight to parasympathetic, which by the way, parasympathetic nervous system is in layman terms known as the relaxation and the digestion system. So to move your body from that sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system, you really want to practice this breathing cycle at least four to five times. And once you start doing it, you will find that even within minutes of having done this, your body's, your mind and your body both tend to relax. Your immune system is going to start to perform better. Your digestion is going to get better. Um, and of course, um, first things first, your cognitive health is going to improve. Um, it is very important to understand that when you first start doing this, you might not be able to keep up with the four, seven, eight pace, and that's okay. Um, the, I, the goal is to, to get there eventually. Um, 
you know, in closing, I'm going to say this. It's really crucial at this time to be cognizant of the fact that with this COVID-19 health crisis, fear combined with anxiety, and if you have any pre-existing conditions such as, you know, walked in, you walked into this lockdown with pre-existing issues like depression, cognitive issues, chronic health issues, all of these can get aggravated, especially as we're navigating these difficult times. So if you're not focused on practicing simple um, and including, I should say, not practicing, including simple, healthy, you know, um, lifestyle management um, practices in your daily routine, like meditation, like going for a walk or even doing this breathing, you're probably risking leaving this lockdown with new um, health issues or even uh, health issues that have gotten aggravated. So relying on alcohol and smoking is not going to give you, it is really not going to serve you in the long run. And, um, you know, if you are hoping that medication alone is going to fix the issue, that really has never been the case. I mean, again, I say this, I'm I'm extremely grateful for all the advances in medical sciences, but it's a vicious cycle. You know, I read a couple of days ago, um, I was reading an article and I read a quote from someone that said, when someone is relying solely on medication, they have to treat themselves twice, one from the disease and then next, the second time from the side effects of all the medication that they've been consuming. So on that note, I hope you get to practice the 478 breathing technique. Um, you can replace this with any meditation technique if you much rather do that. The goal is to get you to practice some type um, of um, relaxation practice, I should say, including in your daily routine so that you can go ahead and prevent um, all the stress-related issues, health issues that can come from this um, crisis that we're all dealing with. Um, well, thank you so much for coming back. Thank you so much um, for uh, joining my podcast. Um, I'm excited to uh, hear from you. If you practice uh, the 478 diaphragmatic breathing, let me know if you were able to get some benefits from uh, this technique. Um, and again, I appreciate each and every one of you and I will talk to you soon. Have a great weekend.